gentlemen boys and girls non-binary this is barrett night podcast and uh we have a special guest here who has um came in it came in clutch for me uh not too long ago and also is like super talented outrageously talented in in his in what he does and his artwork and i just wish i had his skills because I, I just I just don't have it. I used to, but I don't. And um, if you see if visually, if you see this online on YouTube, you see this jacket right here. Fi- you know, finally I got this jacket after so long. And I love it. I love it. Um, and it's so damn good. So damn good. Uh I just have to I had to bring him to the show and just know more a little bit more about him. And here he is, Javier Casillas. How are you, bro? <laughs> I'm uh, good. Yeah, make sure, hold on, let me say, let me, I said it right. Casillas, can, can I make sure? I yes, said yes, it, you I, said it right, yeah. <laughs> okay, 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 how you doing, bro? Um, man, thank you. First of all, thank you for the jacket. I really appreciate it for helping me out. And second of all, how are you so damn good at what you do? <laughs> well, no problem, and, and I'm glad you got it because uh, uh, ATO uh, Kehande uh, he he call, he told me uh, what happened, yeah. so I knew I had to make that right. Special um, shout out to ATO for making all of this happen right now. <laughs> all of this happened. That's shout out to you, bro. Uh, yes, I talked to him yesterday too. Actually, you, you know, it's just, it's just he's a he's just he's a gift that keeps on giving. I swear, um, <laughs> he's a great person. Um, but yes. Bro, just yeah. So what we were saying, um, uh, ATL, we started. Oh yeah, sorry. Um, what was I saying? Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm glad he got it all. Uh, <laughs> he, I'm glad he let me know. Sorry. We'll just edit all of this out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, he let me. He let you know about my situation, and and you came in like Superman and fixed it. Like pretty much, like I didn't I mean, honestly. I didn't think either party had to do it, and I'm grateful for that. Honestly, like you didn't have to, but you did, and I'm very, very appreciative of that. Oh, so, no, of course, yeah. I'm glad I got to say this to you right now, like this. Yeah, no problem, and thank you. Though I just, um, I, the whole point of like even having this like online shop is just to make sure like people are. I mean, I ha- I'm making something that people like. Um, right. But also that you know they're being taken care of, and sometimes things fall through the cracks. I'm, I'm yeah, I'm sorry that that happened to you. Um, it happens, man. It so happens. like, but at least I'm happy. I was able to at least fix that. Man, you made this little boy happy over here. I was, you know, I was, I was I, when the whole thing happened. I was devastated, but you know, a year later, and then you know, talk to ATO, and then talk to you, and I told him he didn't have to do it. And I told you didn't have to do it. So I mean, no, we had to. We had to. Blessing for both. I was like, you know what? I, you live and you learn. I just, you know, that's how I look at it. 
Oh, but blessings for both of y'all. Honestly, it's just like very grateful for the whole thing. Uh, but as doing more, you know, research and stuff a little, a little bit about you, um, it's just like I didn't know how the whole thing worked uh, with Nerd Up Now, which is what you're you're the head designer of, right? Uh, and I I love the site. I love the whole spiel of the theme, the whole thing of the whole line. Honestly, it's just really cool to me because I feel like we never got this type of thing years ago. And I love seeing like Nerd Up Now and I see other companies are coming up, you know, bringing out stuff for the fans, you know. Uh, It is really really dope to see that. And I love that people are getting to wear in a fashion way. You know their favorite TV show, their favorite you know favorite character, but you know, but going around the regular world, just like hey, yeah, this is if you know, you know. If you don't, you don't. But you do, and you feel good wearing it. You know, and you bring a lot of smiles to people's faces. You know, right now with with Nerd Up Now. So I I, I think a lot of people will be very grateful for gracious. It's very gracious of that. Yeah, no, and I'm happy. That was kind of my whole goal because I mean the the way Nerd Up even started was it started as actually like a store that I launched a few years ago uh, before my daughter was born. Um, oh. It was just called, I, it's my artist's name, which is Nerdius. Um, yes. And honestly, the name was actually just an accident all in itself. Um, it was actually just meant to be a placeholder. Um, it was my Dungeons and Dragons name. <laughs> oh, okay. um, it was, and I, and for Dungeons and Dragons, I couldn't think of uh, a good name. So I just, uh, eldered my uh, gamer tag, which was Nerdy Latino. So I just called myself Nerdiest Latinus. Uh, and so I made the store. And what I wanted to do was I realized that for a lot of fandoms, there's no like good shop uh, for like um, fashion items. Like, yeah, you can always go to like a Hot Topic or something and get like a graphic shirt, that kind right. of a thing. But when it comes to like um, rocking your uh, fandom, it, it's always like very um, in your face. Uh, right. and, and I wanted something that was like uh, almost like toned down. Like some of my stuff, yes, it's very out there. Um, but the majority of it, I try to keep like on a certain level where it could be like you know the what, what our tagline is. It's like fashion for the casual nerd. Um, exactly. So that way, if, you know, you can rock it. And like you said, like if you know, you know. And if you don't, it just looks like a cool like jacket or a shirt or a hat. Yes. Um, and when I started my site, I would just be looking for things on AliExpress. Um, and it was just going to be like drop shipping, uh, and right. it was going, and then it turned into me buying stuff in bulk and then mailing it out. Um, and I was doing okay for a little while, uh, making. I ended up sponsoring like an esports team over here in Utah, um, an wow. actual a different podcast that isn't around anymore, unfortunately. But they were a really great like gamer podcast. Right. Uh, and then I really wanted like just a new hat because uh, like I'm like starting to bald now that I'm in my thirties. <laughs> and so I'm just like, all right, I'll just uh, do what my wife calls hat fishing. <laughs> <laughs> no, and just, you know, just try to cover it up for the most part. But now, like, I'm rocking it now. I don't really care. Um, but I really wanted a hat. Uh, but I didn't like anything that I came across. And I was like, man, wouldn't it be really cool if I just made a hat with, like, a Power Rangers power coin? Um, mm. And just, like, and nothing else just like that. Maybe the brim could be a different color. Right. Um, so I found a drop uh, a drop shipper here in the U.S. Uh, who makes all the fashion and stuff, and they have templates for all their products. And so that's what I did. So I made my first round of like these like 
MMPR uh, hats of the different power coins. And so I got one for me. Uh, I don't have it anymore. But I decided, well, maybe other people would like it too. And so I put it up for sale on my site, and that just blew up immediately. Um, to the point where I actually tried to get like an official license from Power Rangers and Saban. Right. Um, and I never heard anything back. Uh, up until then, um, a few months later, that they launched their own <laughs> um, snapbacks yeah. with power coins. And I was like, uh, I mean, maybe they were planning that, but that seems a little suspect. Um, you never know. You honestly yeah, never yeah. Know. <laughs> um, so then I started uh, just going off of that. I started making more hats of like the other Power Ranger seasons. Um, and then I got reached out by Power Ranger actors who I was just fangirling <laughs> over. They're like, hey, um, you send me a hat, I'll shout you out. And I was like, done. I have no problem with that. Um, so then it just kept going up, up and up and up. Um, about three years into my site, I actually did have to shut it down because I had like some uh, like personal like finances uh, kind of uh, happen. And uh, I mean, having a baby also kind of was part of yeah. that too. So I kind of had to take a step back. Um, but in, in the process of me making all these sites, I ended up making a lot of connections um, with um, Colin Bass. I don't know if you know him from like yeah. uh, Anime Fire, formerly Nerd. Oh, yeah. uh, but... he, he's, he, he's part of he's been He's been on the show. He's been on the show. Oh, he has. Okay, yeah, 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 cool. Yeah, he's a great guy, great guy, yes. Yeah, yeah. So I actually uh, talked to him when he was still making... um, Sorry, he was... uh, It was Crimson Vision before it became uh, uh, Anime Fire. Um, Right, that's true, that's true. Yeah, so in my my time of, like, like sponsoring the esports team, another podcast, uh, he reached out and said, like, hey, I'm trying to make more fan films. Can you help us out? And so I did. Um... And then, you know, I had to take a step back and then was out of the game for a while. Uh, eventually, I came back in and I wanted to make, um, like, jackets uh, because mm-hmm. my manufacturers are like, hey, we make bombers now and they're just, like, printed on there. And you just have to make sure, like, everything's, like, super clear. Right. Um, and I was like, okay, well, let me see what I can do. And my first, like, tests uh, on these things were actually really bad because uh, I didn't really know Photoshop. I know art, like, pencils and drawing right. and stuff. Um, but Photoshop, I barely knew anything about, and plus it's so expensive. Um, and the thing is like, I'm cheap. So I just try to find it. Like if there's a a capable version of it, yeah. Like, you know, you try to find (laughs) something that's like, you know, not necessarily a knockoff, but something that's going to work just the same. Um, and I did that like years ago with a, a film editor from high school. And I thought maybe there's something like that for Photoshop. And there is, it's called Photopea. And it's exactly mm. just like the bare basics of Photoshop and Illustrator. Um, so I just watched a bunch of tutorials, just taught myself how to like make these like vector images, and then just made that. And the first jacket I decided to make um, was uh, Wild Force, uh, Gal oh, Ranger, because wow. uh, I was I really wanted to make that jacket because I was like, how come this one thing from our childhood I can't find at all, uh, like the hats. And then I tried looking up like, okay, what about patch designs? And you could special order them from like a couple people, mm-hmm. uh, but they yeah. never shared like the an actual like picture of the patches. So taking these new skills that I learned, um, I decided to uh, just get in some zoomed in screenshots of the show and the Super Sentai show, uh, and then just trace over everything meticulously, just one like one little dot at a time, Ooh. until I got everything I needed. 
then adjusted it where I could, and then made the jackets. Uh, and then tedious. I, that is tedious. Yeah, no, it, it was. It took a long time. I think it, those oh jack, gosh. all those jacket designs, took me like a month. Uh, and then I actually got a, a little bit of blowback on it because I used a lot of my references were from the Sentai show, uh, what, and the yeah. jackets are actually different for the yellow and the white ranger. Right. Uh, I, I never noticed that that the text was different. So then I had to remake them again, which uh, it didn't take me that long. Right. Um, but then people were happy. But yeah, as soon as I put those out, everyone just loved them and uh, started buying them <laughs> up, um, which was great for me. Uh, and so what happened was, uh, I, like, my store shut down, and I came back in. Uh, Colin was like, "Hey, we're making a new site. Uh, we're trying to this company that I'm working for. Um, they do all these events, anime bonsai, uh, and not anime bonsai. Sorry, uh, they do all these events, anime like Pasadena, anime Las Vegas." Um, and they're trying to make more merch, and they asked if I wanted to come on board, and I was like, yes, absolutely. And then it just kind of went from there, and then just one jacket turned to another, and then I just started questioning things. It's like, why doesn't this exist? Let me just try to make it. Uh, and then now, uh, jackets and hats are what I'm known for right now. <laughs> you know what? That's usually how it always starts, like, why doesn't this exist? Let me make it. You know, like, if yeah, it's yeah. not out, why not be the first one to do it? So, you know... I seeing you know your work so far like on the site i was surprised how many seasons you did so far it's like i thought okay like matter of fact shout out to colin with crimson vision at the time uh because i was the first time i saw the jackets that's how i saw it oh um, i nerd up yeah i nerd up so it's like um one of the episodes matter of fact was the uh it was DJ. He had his, his space jacket. I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where did he get that from? Where did he get that from? <laughs> and that was my whole thing because it's like, I love in space. So it's just like, I was, I was tripping balls over that. Like, yo, where did he get that jacket from? And then I saw more like Colin had like a, uh, his SPD jacket. And I'm yeah, like, yeah, these are dope. And I could tell that these are not, um, these are not like a stitched or, you could tell that it wasn't like a um, like a pen or whatever, just put glued on or whatnot. And then you know, a couple of weeks later, that's when the whole you put everything up with Nerd Up, you know. And I was like, "There's more, there's more." <laughs> and I was like, "I can't, like, my brain is is going off. It's like it's so much." And the amount of like the artwork, I was just impressed with, you know, beyond just like he actually like. I was like, whoever did this, like the details, like I love the details that you did, just to make everything make sense for a jacket. Yes. Like, you know, from like being like a uniform or whatnot, even ones that didn't have a actual jacket for the show, uh, but maybe in a sense like they did, um, but you actually made it work, you know, to have everybody have their own thing and not everybody looks the same. Everybody has their theme jacket. And it looks great. It doesn't like, oh, he just copy and paste this in here. It's like, no, you actually painstakingly. Now we know. Yeah, detailed, yeah. You <laughs> Thank know? you. Thank you. No. <laughs> you know, and so, and the work is there, and it's just like now that you know, we you know now how much effort you put into it. I mean, I'm you better than me because I would have gave up a long <laughs> time ago. I've already had one or two jackets, maybe, but that's. <laughs> 
<laughs> beyond me. No, and that's like, just I, how. Yeah, it's interesting you say that too, like uh, copy and paste it, because initially that's yes. what I tried to do like the first time, because like after the the uh, Wild Force jackets, um, which I mean, I obviously I wanted to do a vest. If you ever watch the show, like the vest is the big thing, but I, right. I can't do that. So I made a jacket. So and you know, and if people really want a vest, they can always just cut the sleeves off. Um, yeah. And so that's one thing. But like with other seasons, like um, Lightspeed Rescue and uh, SPD. So like those are like the top two, and and in space. In space was easier because you know that it's just like it's like cadet jacket, so you just have the patches. Mm. And, and honestly, when I put that one out, I actually kind of didn't want to because, really? like, I liked it, um, but I really felt like people would be would hate it if, if it didn't have like actual physical patches. Because um, oh, okay. you know, because like the physical patches look cool, but I was like, mm, I don't know if people will like this necessarily. So. I actually did kind of shelved that one for a little bit, um, and then when they were making the uh, the Bloodline of the Grid, and uh, they started this whole like YouTube universe of Power Rangers, they were like, "Oh, can we try it?" And they're like, "Okay, well here it is." Uh, and then as soon as I released it out, also we made the announcement like, "Oh yeah, you can get this jacket here." Sold a bunch of them, um, yeah. and I was like, "Oh gosh, I didn't. I guess people really did like it." Um, yeah, I mean, it shows it doesn't matter if it's a patch or. It's- it, the work is there. Like, if it matches everything that we like, yeah, we're taking it. We're buying. Thank you. Yeah, but I, you know, that, I, I think that kind of like says maybe a lot more of like how my quality controls because I, I don't want to just put something out there that's right. like garbage necessarily. Because that happened with like the first time I made hats with Nerdius. Um, mm-hmm. I remember like the first few PowerPoint designs; they weren't great, and some people bought those. And I and I've like messaged them even now. It's like, hey, if you weren't happy with anything you bought from me, like please just let me know, and I will give you your money back, um, or I will try to fix that because I don't want to be known for like uh, selling you crap. You know what right. I mean? Even if I'm just like a designer now, I'm more just in the background. I, I don't want you to be wearing something that you hate. So if like you really don't like it, just like message us, message me. Um, and if something goes wrong, like with you, like, I'm, again, I'm sorry that that whole thing happened to the, with your jacket and now it, it took a year to fix it, but like, I will try my sorry. best to get it fixed. Hey, I, it, it, that, I'm like, I said, I'm grateful for it. And, but just hearing that, it just shows that level of professionalism, professional, professionalism that you are. <laughs> and as an artist too, because you want to do good work, you know, and you do know, like you that you know that yeah you could be in the bag or whatever but this is your art this is your work and it represents you like it's going yeah, out exactly when people see that jacket see, you see your hat you know who whatever individual that still represents a representation of you like more that yeah it's the show you know that whatever the show is but you did the work so you want to make sure like everybody you you know in unison is all in like yeah i like this you know yeah and you want everybody to be happy too you don't want to can we all in that we always have that, that moment where we got our christmas gifts and we're all like yay and then you get that one gift and you like <laughs> uh, but you you try to save face because you don't want the person to feel bad <laughs> <laughs> no yeah yeah and, and like for jackets that kind of like hit the spot because obviously like now that's kind of what i'm more known for yeah. um but like i, I remember um ordering something off of wish.com before um, and I don't know if you remember like the time when wish.com was like heavily marketing everywhere. You saw like yeah. a, a YouTube video everywhere. Um, but I went on there and I saw those like these galaxy hoodies that I thought were really cool looking. Um, mm-hmm. so I bought one, it was only like 20 bucks, but when I got here, it was like so pixelated. Um, like mm-hmm. it looks good from like 
if you're like Far. maybe five six feet away from me um but like when you're up close you see like all the little pixels and all the like the the, the resolution is not there and when i was making these i just i didn't want that like i want to make sure like if these are being printed they need to be like like as clean as something printing on a piece of paper like i want to make sure that it's there like there's no like spotty issues no fuzziness right. um and so after like the success of like the wild force and the um in space ones that's when i started making like the spd the time force and then just started making like variations of other seasons um and the hardest thing too like i was saying before like copy and pasting i usually try to do that first to see how it's going to look but mm -hmm. because it's like in a different format it might not look great so for uh the, the hardest one was lightspeed rescue because that one if oh. you've seen the show it's a full-on like it's a weatherproof like jacket yeah. like something you wear out in the outdoors uh it's got heavy patches and i tried mimicking that almost exactly and that and then it just didn't work because i was like okay well this part should be stitched but it's not mm -hmm. going to be on this the this part needs to be a pocket but i'm not gonna have pockets i'm gonna have maybe two right. so i was like okay well what can i do um and so then i just started cutting stuff off and just making little adjustments like in the sleeves like maybe lift the red up just a little bit more um mm -hmm. remove that patch line that's the obvious stitching just make it black just make it flat black don't worry about anything just minimize the detail so it m goes more it's more aesthetically pleasing with the actual product itself and then so i i came to a design that i was happy with that was just basically super toned down um but i put it out and, and people liked it they loved it and uh was like happy because that means like okay cool i'm doing the right thing so now i gotta figure out how to do it with the rest of the, like the 50 seasons <laughs> but you know that's something that even i don't think like yes it was a heavy it looked like a heavy jacket like you know all-terrain type of jacket in i think even for like the actors that's gonna go to the conventions or whatever i think they might they they would love that more because they don't have to have such a heavy outfit a heavy jacket to wear Especially if they depend on the, the surroundings, the environment they're in. And because I thought it was the bomber, I thought it was going to be bigger, like a like a regular bomber, like winter thing or whatever. But yeah, it's yeah. not. It's very lightweight. It's very lightweight. And it's, it is, you know, it's a nice thick material, but it's, like I said, it's lightweight. So you can wear it through all the seasons. And, you know, you're not going to be, you're not going to be sweaty. You're not going to be, you know, you'll be good. So I think even the actors will love that. You know, just to go to go to cons and not have to have to wear the big old coat. For, you know, to oh wear yeah, this. for sure. Still, <laughs> Especially during summer, right part now. Of the mix. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. It's so, hot. <laughs> oh my, it's, it's just changing. Yeah, the, the way it is up here in Connecticut, it's just it doesn't know what it wants to do. Um, I I do like the details of how you do everything. Uh, can you take us back? Like, when did you know? that you were actually this good. Like, like <laughs> did you like, did like, did somebody like, was it like an art thing in school? Like, what made you like, what sparked the interest to like keep drawing and, and keep moving? Oh, I mean, art, I mean, for me, it's just been a thing, uh, I guess as long as I can remember since I was a kid. I remember when I was a kid, um, like I really wanted to draw and I only had like, obviously like that line sketchbook paper. So I yeah, used what I had. And I never thought I was really good. I remember one time when I was a kid in elementary school, I really liked my artwork. Um, and then there was this one kid, I'm not even joking here. This is like a 10 year old me. Another yeah. 10 year old student comes in 
uh, who also likes art and like drawing and me and him are always like drawing in, in class. Um, but he could do, he was 10 years old and he could do like photorealism. Like he could do a sketch of you while you like you were in front of him. And I was, Get out of here. I, yeah, I was like that immediately. Like I was so impressed, but then I was also like, damn, I suck. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm just here drawing Dragon Ball Z from the TV uh and just like my you own know, little superhero characters I, that to cut you off but literally because i i thought about this earlier and i even wrote this down in my notes to ask you were you one of those kids that drew the dragon ball z oh <laughs> <characters>? everywhere <laughs> <laughs> i drew i drew myself reason? as a character i drew myself going super saiyan like yes, I drew it everywhere. I, I used to be so envious of you guys in school <laughs> because I've always wanted to draw that style, and I'm like, because I even I have it here, like where you one of those kids that drew Dragon Ball Z. Yes. I'm like for some reason, when I look at your stuff and I look at it, I'm like he had a draw, he had to have done. <laughs> he had to be one of those kids because I could just feel it. I could feel it, and I was like. I felt the angry as I looked at your stuff and like he was one of those kids. <laughs> oh was. yeah, no, I, I was a kid who like loved cartoons <laughs> and I had like the how to draw uh, Pokemon and how to draw like oh, DBZ so. characters. And one thing, as an adult now looking back, those sketchbooks, those those like how to pokes, they sucked. Because <laughs> it was like, oh here, draw like a cir the circle for the shapes. Draw an right. outline and then just add all the detail in. And it's like it's that easy. It's like, no, it's not. There's more to it than no. that. Um, I, I mean, honestly, if you asked me to draw like Goku or Vegeta right now, it would not look anything like the show. And now I kind of have like my own like, um, I, I would say it's kind of like a combination of like uh, anime style and then also like trying to keep things somewhat proportionate. Right. Um, so like my own style. So it wouldn't look it, it would look like I would be trying really hard to draw Dragon Ball Z, but it wouldn't be Dragon Ball Z. Um. Oh no, but yeah, but I remember this kid. Um, uh, I already forgot his name because it's been so long. But I, I was just like immediately like, I just uh, amazed like this ten-year-old kid can do photorealism. Um, mm. And then like another blow to my ego was because uh, I remember this specifically in our fifth, sixth grade class. Um, they asked him to draw. Um, it, it was like a picture of like Martin Luther King shaking hands with the president, um, just so they can like put it up as like a little poster on the door. And I was all like, oh, that's so cool. I can also do art. Like, I mean, you can ask me. But that like, and I know like now as an adult, I can see like why they asked him. But like, I just, right. that just hurt as a little kid. <laughs> so yeah, I get it. Yeah. So it, I mean, at that point. Out. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay. I guess I'm not that good. Um, but I still really liked art. And um, so I started just, as soon as I got to junior high and high school, I always made sure art was like an elective thing. Mm. Um, so then I could just keep drawing. Um, and, and even now, like, I don't think my art style, like, I definitely can't do like a one for one of anything now. Um, now I kind of put my own twist on it. Um, but I realized like I really wanted to do something art wise. Um, so much so that in junior high, I actually got accepted. Um, they were doing like these pre, um, like applied to like these colleges to learn more. Um, and the art institute in Colorado actually accepted me to go to their to their college after high school, um, wow. which I was really excited for and I was really down. The problem is, I'm poor, and that school was a lot. It's a private school. It's like it's like only three years long to get your degree, mm -hmm. but 
man, no, we couldn't, like, my parents could not afford that, and I couldn't either, so I, I couldn't do that. Um, so I just kind of went throughout, like, growing up, just having, like, art as kind of more just, like, something that I can do for myself to be fun. Like, I always wanted to do it as some kind of profession. Right. But, like, I never, I never thought that it would actually, like, be my profession. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah I get it. Is yeah, I, I mean, I definitely get you on being the not having the money part, but I love that you didn't let that stop you too. Yeah, you know? so like, I, I mean, it kind of did, but it didn't. Like, I, I still did art, but you know, now it was just more. I like if I have here if I have a book in front of me, like, and I'm just gonna doodle. If I'm bored with what's going on, I'm just gonna doodle. Mm-hmm. Um, so and just keep it going. Um, so so yeah, and then I remembered um, after high school, I started going to college, and I only went for one semester. Uh, I've been in and out of college like three times, uh, and all with different, um, uh, oh, what's the word? Goals or uh, no uh, majors? Yeah, thank you, majors. That's what it is. I- I've been in and out of college with different majors. The first time I was going to be like, maybe I could be like a teacher of, I don't know, elementary school kids. So I went for a semester. Um, I saved up like five grand uh, to start going to college. I immediately blew that five grand in that first semester, just like on books, but you have to pay for college. The tuition is ridiculous. So I, and I was like, and I didn't have any money to go for the second semester. And even though I was like trying to work a full-time job and that, that was just like, okay, well, guess I can't go to college anymore. Uh, It's expensive. Then I was, uh, I'm really, I was really into cars growing up too. Mm, Uh, Like, you know, Fast and the Furious, (laughs) of course. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I love those, and I really, I, I, but I especially love Fast and the Furious just because that the way they kind of like put graphic designs all over the cars, those full car wraps. Right, right. And I, yes. I honestly like that was I really like that, and like even now, like if I see like cars from Japan who do that still, and like if I go to like um, if there's like some kind of car show, it's like oh yeah, the cars are cool, and then you have this one car that's just like plastered with stickers. I love that one even more. It's so bright, it's colorful, and I want to like see how they do the design work. Um, and then I got into like uh, just like as far as like looking at stuff, I really start started looking at graffiti, and I really liked it. Um, just that style. It's just like it's more just like it's bright, it's colorful. It's not necessarily in your face, but you notice it more. Mm, yeah. Um, and, and so yeah, but it, with the cars, I was like, okay, you know what, I. I know how to work on cars. I took automotive in school. My dad's a mechanic. So I was like, maybe I can do that for a profession. Um, so I went to mechanic school uh, here uh, in, where was it? In Kaysville, Utah, um, at a trade school. And so I went there for about a year and a half. And uh, three months, like before the year and a half, I was like, I don't know if I can do this the rest of my life. Just like working on cars. I like cars. I like you know, getting, I like, I'm a physical person. I like it with my hands, like, you know, touching right. things. And so maybe that's why I liked mechanic school. But I really just like the idea of doing that as like the full-time job for the rest of my life. I just, I just couldn't do it. So I, then something I just dropped that was out. Fun, something that is fun to you to do, like on a regular day or whatnot. Once it becomes a work, becomes a job, then it's like, it's not so much fun anymore. It's, you know, it takes the fun out of it all. Yeah, now you have to do it. You got now you have to, and you gotta. You can't just do for yourself. You know. Yeah, you gotta, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And even then, I was like, well, how. maybe I could, I could love this if I'm like, you know, more invested in it. Like maybe if I do more than just, you know, uh, take out an alternator and put a new one back in, or add a turbo to something. Like yeah. maybe I can, 
like it more but that so i try to like stick with that mindset but then just three months before i left i was just like no i can't do it like i like i was driving this little uh mustang at the time it was just like a 2000 right. mustang that i was like uh pimping out to the, my best <laughs> and i enjoyed more like decorating that car than i did working on it um yeah. and so then i was like okay well maybe maybe there's still something there but i don't know if i can i can do that so yeah then i just up and left um then uh i went back to college uh gosh like seven years ago uh no sorry uh five years ago i went back and i was like you know what i need some kind of college degree for like the current times that we live in because nowadays like yeah. depending on the job that you want like you need a degree now like it's not it's not possible you need a degree or equal experience and even if you have equal experience, if someone that you're going up against has a degree, they're going to go with a person with a degree. That's true. So yeah. I was like, yeah. okay, I'm just going to go back to college and get my bare basics. I'm just going to go back and get my business degree. Nothing else. Uh, just like your basic math, English studies. Right. Um, right. So I did that for a few semesters and I stopped. Not because I actually didn't want to. I was actually enjoying my classes and learning about business and stuff. Um, but my wife, she's actually going to school uh, for nursing. She wants to be a nurse. And uh, we now having like a kid now, uh, it was hard for both of us to go to school and take care of our daughter. Um, right. So I was like, so we talked about it. I was like, you know what? Why don't you go to school full time? Just do your best. I will just be working. Um, and I, when you're done, then I'll go back. So then that. I left college again, but not for like the reason like I wasn't interested because this no. time I was actually like pushing through. It's like, I'm just going to get a business degree. Like it's it's something simple. Um, family comes first, though. You you, you did you, you chose the right thing, you know. Yeah, thank you. And, so was it, you know that wasn't a hard decision. I feel like. No, I, I think it was pretty easy. Like especially because I'm just like looking out for my family, and now my wife's in clinicals, and she's gonna hopefully finish her degree, um, in the next little bit because she went to part time a couple of times, so we would have just, like more income coming in. Uh, right. But then when the classes got like too busy, then of course, then she has to like, you know, not work. And uh, that, that was an easy decision. Like, and that's fine. Like, I'm not like holding anything. But that's great, though, because it's that, that teamwork in a relationship that, you know, I got you part of it. That's great that, you know, she can lean on you. You know, hey, if, if I have if I got this, if I have more time to, you know, do this, this would be great for all of us later on. And vice versa, like, you know, when she's done, you're going. So, like, at the end of it all, y'all better, it's, it's going to be better for everyone, for the greater good, you know? And then you got the little one there. So, it's just like, honestly, I, that'd be the, that's a great, um, a great motive, like, great thing for her to see, for your child to see. Uh, that mommy, daddy, you know, did this and that. And look where they're at now, you know, like they took the time, they, they took turns and look where we are, you know, like, yeah. And, and I hope that kind of rubs off on her, like, and like, yeah. just to let her know, like, you know, if there's something that you want to do, like there is a way to do it. Um, and there's no excuse. Like you have no excuse because mommy and daddy did it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, we're we're doing do our it. best. <laughs> yeah. But you, um, yeah, but you can't, you, there's no way anybody, she, you know, in the future, when she's older, she's like, I, I don't want to do it or I can't do it. But you, your testament, living testament, like, hey, I did. We took, you know, we didn't do it the right. We didn't do it the way that everybody thinks you should, should do it. You know, oh, yeah. it took time, but we did it and we got it done. And look, 
you know, just... Like, well, oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think adulting, like, if you wrote a handbook on adulting, everyone's going to follow it perfectly, because oh. e- even with parenting, I feel like it's just winging it, like, half the time. <laughs> like, sure, you can accept some <laughs> guidance every now and again, but I, I don't think it's, like, a set, like, thing of rules that you can follow. Yes, that's true. And, and honestly, not for nothing, they never really tell us how much school... Like, they want us to really go through all the years of schooling, but never tell us how much it costs to go to school, like, for college. They never really put that up there. And the oh, of tribulations sure. that happens while you're there, that makes you sometimes cannot finish school, you know? And that sometimes yeah, even, they run into debt. They never train you on that. No, they yeah, and even us. nowadays, it's, like, it's so expensive. Like, you need to take out loans just to go to college. Um, and so what I figured out was actually going back into my business degree is, um, one, our, our education system is just jacked. Um, <laughs> but I also figured out there are ways to kind of go around that. And I don't mean like just like applying for like scholarships and stuff, which are, are definitely a lot easier to do now. So if yeah. anyone listening, if they go to FAFSA <laughs> and there's like a bunch of websites you can even go into that just tell you how much money you can, they can actually get for free to go to college. Right. But like with uh, certain professions, you don't need to go to like an Ivy League school or like your your town's university or whatever. Like you can honestly go to a community college, which I don't understand why they have a bad rap. It's cheap. You learn the exact same stuff. Um, yeah, it's so at a, like true. a third of like a not even a third, like a fourth of the price. Um, yeah, they don't. They really they really downplay community college. Yeah, really, even growing like, up in high school, it's like oh, yeah. you could go to a community college. I guess it's like what. What's wrong with the, the community same, college? You get the same learning. And yeah. Not, sometimes better, depending. It's really, I feel oh, it's always not where you at or where the school is. A lot of times the, the, the teachers, like, you can go yeah, to the oh, best yeah. Ivy League school and still won't learn anything because you had an awful teacher. Yeah. You know? Oh, gosh. And I can tell you some awful teachers oh, just in high school. Like, and yeah. maybe we all have those stories. But, like, and yeah, no, exactly. It's It's the teachers, and, but it's also just like, being able to access that education without like killing yourself um yeah yeah. and then you know and then nowadays like now i think it's like better for college students a a little bit in the sense like now you can if you do want to go to like a major school but even with like community college you can work like do doordash i I do doordash still sometimes right or like uber or something like that um but yeah no like community college is great Uh, if you don't you don't even need sometimes to go to college all the way if you're trying to go for something very specific like if you want to go to like cosmetology or like a mechanic like i was doing to go to a trade school it mm-hmm. is far cheaper than getting a degree from college and you're learning everything the exact same thing that you're trying to get out of it that's true because i, I was trying to go to at the time i was going to school for media communications my whole thing is like why can't i just learn the main thing i want to learn yeah i don't want to take these other classes and it wasn't until later that i could have just went to actual broadcasting broadcasting school and that's, you know, and that'd be it. When I have to do all the extracurricular stuff of doing these math and all this, and I'm like, what does all this got to do for me learning how to work a camera? Like, yeah, no, exactly. Because I was like, because <laughs> part of me was thinking too, like even just like when I was really debating just like trying to figure out a way to make art like my full-time thing again, um, which right now it's kind of more part-time. Um, mm-hmm. But I was like, okay, well, I really want to learn more. Um I want to go back. To, I want to go to an art school, but art school is still expensive. Um, it's definitely cheaper now, I'll, I'll say, than it was. And if you're trying to go to art school, like I highly recommend it still. Mm-hmm. But like, 
I was trying to figure out, it's like, okay, I need to learn how to use Photoshop. I don't, I'm not, I can't pay for Adobe. Um, I know, I get that that's like the, the standard so across expensive. like all media, but it's unbelievably pricey. And you can't even buy, buy out like the cheaper, excuse me, you can't even buy out the cheaper programs yeah. anymore. Like There's you have no to cheaper. do monthly subscriptions. No. And I'm like, I, I don't want to do that. So here begins my long Google search of like, hey, what's a good video editor for cheap? HitFilm. Uh, what's a good Photoshop alternative? Uh, there's GIMP, uh, which it, it, GIMP is okay. But if you're trying to do more illustrative work, PhotoP was what right. I use. It's um, it's great. I, I really like it. And you don't have to pay for it. Um, right. And then once I had the program, I'm like, okay, well, now I need to learn how to use it. What do I do? Well, how did you learn how to draw better? Uh, well, I mean, books. Okay. What else? YouTube exists <laughs> so just go on YouTube and so that's what I did and so I taught myself Illustrator and uh, Photoshop on YouTube just going like one by one with whatever I was trying to figure out how to do and if I ever have a question or if I'm trying to do something uh, mm -hmm. occasionally the thought comes into my head it's like is there an easier way to do this and like nine out of ten yeah there is um, and then I just have to look up that answer and then just kind of follow along with it um, and even now, like, and, and that's actually helped me a lot, like, even now, because, like, I do stuff now for Nerd Up, um, for, uh, who is also, like, connected with Anime Fire, um, Nerdbot Studios, mm -hmm. and now I'm also, like, doing stuff, like, locally. Uh, I've actually worked a couple of, like, side gigs just making, like, just, like, easy little Instagram, Facebook ads for companies here. Nice. Um, and that's actually helped a lot and uh, like it because one I get the experience but two it's like oh cool I'm I'm doing something that I like doing and, and unlike the car thing where I was like I would work on a car I, I don't feel like I'm dying working on like uh, like adding some text to a picture or all, like just full on like designing something from scratch like I get a lot of joy out of that and I think and I think that all that goes back to also to like me like why I liked cars in the first place from like Fast and the Furious movies like, I want to make that cool sticker that you put on the side of the car. I want to make that cool thing that you will spray paint or that little sticker that you can print yourself and just slap on the side of a street sign. Like, I want I want that. And I think every day I'm getting a little closer to that. And I've seen some of your stickers, and they're pretty cool. Thank I you. Like your little, I like how the caricature stuff, how you, like, your art style of it. Like, they really don't have, like, the hands or feet sort of thing. Like, you know, this... I like oh, are you talking about my pixel stickers? Yeah, I like yeah, that. Yeah. I really like that a lot. I really like that. Yeah, thank, yeah no, thank like, you. It's a different style. It's like, okay, you, you know, saves a lot of time. We not really have to do too much on hands stuff, but you, but you can tell it what, what it's all about. You can simply yeah. look at it like and know automatically what it is. Funny enough, I actually got in, like with the pixel art. That's actually out of all the things like I do aside from the jackets, pixel stickers were like my more popular things. And one of the reasons is I think it's because I try to do my own thing with it because mm -hmm. I also really like pixel art. Um, yes. Oh, and for anybody who ever wants to do, like do pixel art, uh, pixelart.com. Um, pixel art it, it's like it, it kind of has like a Facebook layout for people who can share like pixel art, but they also right. have this great. It's like it's almost like Photoshop for pixel art and you can like draw things and create things. And if you go on there, like you'll see like all crazy stuff people have made. Um, but I really like, I wanted to create like my own little, I think it was back when I was still like starting Nerdiest, I wanted to create stickers for uh, Overwatch. Um, but I, I, but mm. I wanted something like a little more retro. I wanted pixel stickers of the Overwatch characters. Um, so 
I was trying to like figure out like a good template to use, and you always see people use like those old Mega Man sprites, um, and yes, like yes. yeah, you know, and you see them everywhere, like always themed out to something else. And I wanted to do that, but I was like, it's so uh, accessible, I guess. It's too people know it too much. So I wanted to create my own thing. So after I figured out like how to make a little body, I, I just kind of use the same. Th I I still do like the copy and pasting, but I make all these little changes. Um, but then when I was done with it, I didn't like, I still didn't like it. I, mm. I thought it was too, it was, too, it fit too perfectly in a video game. Oh, and, okay. and, and I didn't like how it looked like that. And I thought maybe what if I brought in some of that, like little street art knowledge I did and just try to apply it to this. And so what I, I did was a kind of a sin actually with people under pixel art, because I actually got yeah. flack on Reddit for my pixel art, um, because I added that like hard black outline around it yeah. and I added hard black outlines to some of the details in the inside of the pixel stickers and they're like well that kind of defeats it like it doesn't you know it's not properly shaded it doesn't look good it's like yeah but it kind of looks more like like if I were to spray paint this like it would look good and so I'm like I am gonna keep doing these ones uh and and people like them and like now they're I sell them here at a gallery here in Salt Lake but you, 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 you try something and you liked it and it worked. Yeah. And it's like, it's your style, it's your thing. Now it's like, if someone were to see it, they would have noticed this is yours, you know? Yeah, exactly. And I think maybe that's why I like it too. Cause it's like, okay, no one's doing pixel art in this specific way. So just by adding something as simple as like an outline, it's like, I think it, I think it looks better with a hard outline than it does like uh, just like a full-on colors and and I get maybe right. some people aren't gonna like it and yes There are people who've told me my pixel art isn't pixel art because I do that It's like it's more, it looks more like a sketch. I'm like, well, I mean, that's kind of the point <laughs> But To the average person I would say sometimes to the average person They don't know nothing like that and they just go like it because it looks cool, you know uh, and and sometimes you you want to cater to those type of people because the ones that want to be snobbish want to be like oh it's not really technically this and yeah that's cool and all but is it cool looking to you do you do you still find it cool looking do you like it like yes or no but the person who doesn't know the, the average person that doesn't know all that it's just like oh i want it let me give it i want to buy it now <laughs> give me that I, my kids will love it you know my grandkids will love it this is pretty I, you know sometimes you gotta cater to those that crowd too because those are the ones that are like well, like actually spread your stuff out more too because they don't know anything about the pixel styles and all that. They just see for what it is and like this is pretty cool. I want to tell somebody about this, show it off, and then when they ask me where I got it from, word of mouth, it just comes back around and yeah, it's really dope that way because it's like you have something that if anybody will see it later on, like this is his style. This is from him. He did this. He's the only one that does this way. You know, he's the only one that does, does the outline <laughs> on the pixel art, you know? So, and that, and that really, you know, that helps a lot for, you know, you taking chances, you know, that you take your chances on something and, you know, it is working, you know, no matter who's going to like it or not, but it's going to work. This is yeah. your, this is your style. Yeah, no. And, and I think that kind of goes back into like, what I do now, especially like with the jackets, because mm. because like and I we've talked about this a couple times already, but like the copy and paste style, like sometimes it just doesn't work. Um, yeah. I remember uh, when Beast Morphers, or um, if you watch Super Sentai, it's um, 
uh, Go Buster. Uh, Go Buster, yep. Yeah, um, with them, so like, I tried making the Beast Morpher jackets, because they didn't have jackets in Beast Morphers, um, but they have them jackets on like when they're in their full suited up. So I just, you know, did that, just like the flat colors and like did the little silver trim and it, it just looked like ass. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. they, uh, but uh, NerdUp wanted something up on the site and so I put those up. Um, I think like one or two people bought those. Um, mm. But I just like, I, I just hate these so much. So then I was like, you know what? I'm going to do kind of what I did with the Lightspeed jacket. I'm going to take the jackets that they had in GoBuster minimize that simplify some of the designs um and then i did that and i still didn't like it but so i started adding stuff to it mm-hmm. um and then there were the, there was this promotional art um that beast morphers actually did beast morphers actually made like uh, basically power coins for them oh. but they never used them like there was like in right. some kind of promotional boxes and a couple of things but i was like but okay. these look cool why don't you use these more so i yeah. made or remade those and then I made one for the Silver Ranger and the Gold Ranger, and then applied those to the jacket, just like as a tiny little detail in the back. Right. right. Um, but but it looked great, and and yeah, we've actually sold a not a lot of those jackets compared to other seasons, but like a, a good amount. And I was like, good, I, I'm proud of these ones. I like this one. It looks good. It, I experimented um, more with what was going with what I had to me, and I, I really like the way they turned out. I I, I that came out really dope. Because I remember the Go Buster because I had a few on my hard drive of the show. Uh, I also like was uh, RPM that you did. Oh yeah, that one was really, really figured to, to, to figure out. <laughs> oh my gosh! Because I'm like, how do you make this? Is these are leather jackets? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. And but now transferring that leather jacket style to a bomber, it's like oh, you killed that. You know, you like how did that? How did I mean? It, 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 I don't know how long it took you, but he. What was the process from that? I mean, just for RPM. Well, I mean, once I figured out what to do, uh, I knew how. Like I could. Uh, like it was easy. It was just basically like mimicking the same thing for all the like the rest of the jackets. But at first, it was kind of the same thing. It was just copy and paste. It's like, all right, let me copy and paste this exact design, which was a black jacket, a leather jacket. Right. It has the patch on the back. And then you have those like three stripes that are like on the forearms, right? Um, and so I did that, and uh, like uh, like the uh, Beast Morpher jackets or uh, some of the other jackets, like uh, oh Ninja Storms, good one. Um, but uh, like the jacket, I just didn't like it. Uh, mm-hmm. It just it was it was plain. It was basic. It's like oh here's a black bomber with a, a screen printed thing on the back. It's like well I mean you might as well just buy a T-shirt and it's the same right. thing. So what I wanted to do was I wanted to add like outlines of like okay what what are the great things about a leather jacket especially in this series Mm. in this series in the season and it's the stitching because it's like that's what makes a leather jacket like more than just like a leather jacket like sure you can get like a basic leather jacket like with the collars and everything but the ones that people like more are the ones that have all those intricate little stitch patterns um and so i was like okay well let me let me do that so then i made basic like basic outlines of like where these stitching patterns were and, and i just made them gray on all of the jackets they were gray initially before i had them match like the the corresponding ranger color right. um and so i did that and i was like okay this looks better but uh, it's just not doing it for me still like now it feels overly busy and there's just not a lot of color um so i was like okay let me simplify those down and i was looking at uh, another jacket that i made which was the operation overdrive jackets 
Um, And those ones were also hard to figure out how to turn into a jacket because, again, like the Lightspeed jacket, it's like it's a very obvious like jacket jacket. And with that one, what I did was I noticed that in the RPM jackets, they just had like this like tiny like piping almost like where like all the like the main stitching is. And so I uh, after I figured out how to do it with uh, overdrive, um, they had that little piping in it. So I was like, okay. Well, I'll, let me just focus on that. And then I did that, and then I was able to make the Overdrive jackets look the way they do, and people really like those. Uh, even if Overdrive's not, like, the best regarded season, I mean, compared to others that we will not talk about, because I hate <laughs> I hate that one certain season so much, um, wait, wait, it's wait, actually not, it's not as bad, okay? It's not as bad okay, as other seasons. So, okay, so <laughs> now we got to hold the phone now, because I was going to ask you what was your favorite, you know, favorite show of Power Rangers. But, oh, RPM. Yes, over- <laughs> Wait, did you think I was gonna be? I was gonna say Overdrive. I, I, <laughs> I thought, I, you know, it doesn't even have to be Overdrive because everybody loves to dump on Overdrive a lot. Oh yeah, for sure. I found. I mean, yes, there was some. I didn't know problems with it, but honestly, I it thought was, Overdrive was fine. I didn't mind Overdrive too much. Honestly, some of the stuff could have been worked on better, but I mean, I like the civilian suits, the civilian uniforms that they had. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was cool. And plus, like, uh, you, just, you can make it a, uh, a long sleeve or you can make it a, a, a vest. You can do either or. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> or yeah. You, can, you know, they had, or you can make the pants cut, you know, cut off shorts or whatever. You can do the same thing. It's, it's all zippers. Um, I, I didn't mind Overdrive too much. It's, it's you know, uh, I did like the the crossover. That was like one of the, one of the best crossovers. Oh yeah, people still had. talk about it. Um, and people, you know, they they talk about that, but they forget everything else. Um, they had certain things that were there that was dope. Um, but when but when it comes to RPM though. Oh yeah, RPM is like I, man. What what about it that you didn't like? What? what no no, it? I loved RPM. Oh, you love RPM? No, okay. RPM was my favorite season. Okay, like, so what did you which season that you didn't like? Okay, I thought you said well, I, in my head, I thought you said RPM that you didn't like. Oh my god! No okay. no no no, RPM is the best <laughs> one. I'm talking I'm talking about the um, I mean I'm censoring myself here, but the the awful <laughs> garbage that was Mega Force and Super Mega Force. Like, oh I can't, like, no, I've made memes about this on my, on my, uh, uh, Instagram. Bro. Um, I, I've even been like, actually like, uh, blocked for 21 days because <laughs> on Reddit, what? because I would, uh, cause anytime someone posts something about Megaforce, I would say, we don't talk about Megaforce. I would, that's what, <laughs> that would be my comment. Uh, but I was doing that too much apparently. So I got blocked for like 20 days. <laughs> you're not doing it. Honestly, you're not doing it enough. Honestly. <laughs> you're not doing it. That's why you should be blocked. You're not doing it more. It oh, should be God. always something to this day. Because okay, RPM. I love RPM, and I thought if you were going to send it off, if we were going to be going off to the sunset with Power Rangers, I would. I wouldn't mind. That's how we went. You know, because oh yeah, we got to pull off a lot of stuff and uh, a lot of the uh, the breaking the fourth wall stuff. Like, oh yeah, side jokes. Oh, God, uh, obviously everyone remembers the. 
the Blue Ranger episode just because of that opening where they talk about their Zords and how they make sense yes. or how does morphing make sense. I'm like, that was like, the, that like two minutes is like the best of like the entire what, franchise. What if our Zords got eyes? What if we got eyes? <laughs> well, it's like, they're cameras for your Zords. It's like, they look like eyes. Big, googly anime eyes. <laughs> it, you know what? It, it was like one of those things there. It's like, and when you saw Megaforce, it was that moment where the Green Ranger acts whatever his big head self is, his like actual question, and he kind of like ignored it. He's like, oh yeah, no, that's a running theme now. There's a simple explanation for that, and then just never talks it. about it again. <laughs> and now, if if that if, if Doctor K, if she was there, she like she would have actually had a whole explanation for you to figure it oh, out. Yeah. To, it would it would be fine, but no, he just kind of did that like that that meme of like that's a good question and then run off. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty no, much what I, he I did. Maybe one of the reasons I like RPM so much isn't just because like one, if you haven't seen it, watch it because it's like it's so good. They decided yeah, totally to basically good. kind of t do the Ultraman thing where it's like here, let me just take this series. It's going to be in its own separate universe. It's going to be its own thing, and I'm going to have creative control over it. Um, and then when adapting it from like the Super Sentai version, which is completely different yeah. <laughs> than yes, it is. It, than the American version, it's it's so good because they were like, let's just make the whoever the writer was, and I feel like I should know this, but whoever they were, like they knew what they wanted to do. They're yes, like, let's is. make this, let let's make these the first Power Rangers ever. They're gonna be like in this post-apocalyptic storyline. People yeah. die like all the time in that show, um, and. It, it made you care about the characters more because it actually felt like you yes. know like it, it wasn't just like oh here's a monster here's the megazord okay fight's over like you know it, it broke the formula i think and, and the fact it's that we're that, not following that, that yeah. setting more with these new series i feel like doesn't work that great and i mean i can't really say much about dino fury i mean I, I, the first season was okay the second season was good and now i'm excited right. for cosmic fury like that's i, that I would great. definitely want to see how this is going to be for Cos cosmic fury especially 10 it was only 10 episodes so you really got yeah yeah it, it has me worried though because it's like we're so close supposedly to the actual release date but we have like yet to see a trailer uh, that's what I'm scared about. Yeah, and I'm like, it, it's giving me, and so far, like, I was excited. I'm still a little excited, but now it's giving me more of like uh, the Michael Bay Ninja Turtles movie, where like you oh. didn't get a trailer until you got nothing. You got little sneak peeks every now and again, and then you didn't get a trailer until like three months before the movie dropped, and only to find out it's all like, oh, there's a couple good scenes, and everything else is trash. Even though I did hear this new one, though, it's pretty, pretty good. Oh, good. I really want to watch it. The new I, Ninja Turtles movie, yeah, absolutely. Yes, I'm really looking forward to it. And it's I love that they're actually taking it to that they're actually kids. Yeah, you know? and we forget oh, that. Oh yeah. Oh, and, and that was the other thing, like with the people online. Yeah, yeah, people online are having such a hard time with the voices. It's like more like prepubescent Ninja Turtles. It's like, have you ever met a teenager in real life? Exactly. <laughs> they're not 25 years old. <laughs> like, like Donatello was 30, a 30 year old actor. Doing that voice act, you know, if, if you get their teenagers, like, like, and plus we got some, I guess, with the older, the Michael Bay ones, they were huge. So, like, they're like, no, they're all grown ass 30 year old, 40 year old. Oh, man. yeah, no, like, I, I in the, <laughs> I, I, I love the line in that, uh, my first Michael Bay Ninja Turtles movie, 
um, where it's like, you guys are just teenagers. And then here for your show, pull up a screenshot of uh, after he says that, you see Megan Fox with like these seven foot turtles yeah. uh, all roided out next to it. So like, oh yeah, you guys are only like 16 years old. Totally believable. Yeah, totally. Totally. <laughs> totally believable. Like, yeah, it is just... Yeah, I believe this. Yeah, this is like, all I will suspend belief to a certain extent. Like, yes, I know I'm, these things are not real, but well, you can't why, look like, me in the face and tell me these are supposed to be 16, 15 year old kids. Like, that's why, as a matter of fact, I was just watching because they have it on YouTube now the all of the 24 hours a day now of uh, YouTube of Ninja Turtles, of the old Ninja Turtle show. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're doing what uh, watch, Pluto is. Yes, and I, I watched the first episode. It was like, wow. They were small, like really big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Think about it. And like, they were. They make sense to me. One, they're turtles, but so they are shorter. They're teenagers. It makes sense instead of the whole roided out thing. Yeah, yeah. It's like when I watch this, like I totally can see now what Seth Rogen was doing in making this new show. I mean, making this new movie and making them kids because there were like kids in that show like yeah the, like they're kids yes their voices in the old cartoon definitely sounded like adults but still yes. they were kids they were um kids. and like if, if i feel like i thought when they named that movie ninja turtles for the michael bay one right. like I, and then you saw pictures of them it's like oh okay they're gonna be older no they're supposed to be like 16. It, it's like Got it. you got you should have just like never mentioned the teenage part well, walking around with a toothpick in his mouth and yeah like scars. i feel like that that would have worked a lot better oh yeah that was the other thing they didn't have tattoos but they had scar tattoos and they're like 16 yes. years old it's like get out of here <laughs> was, I, I i just didn't care like i watched the first one watched the second one that, i didn't I, I i was hoping for the best especially with J casey jones uh, oh yeah i was man oh yeah when the second one the trailer came out it's all like oh steven Emil's gonna be casey jones okay i'm here for arrow, it and i yeah. love arrow and all this yeah. is gonna be great yeah it's gonna be good oh gosh and then the, when he first shows up it's all like he's a cop i'm gonna be detective one day it's like okay well it's time to check out now <laughs> the only thing i liked about the, the his whole thing was that they they redid the, the redid his mask the, yeah, like, I like that, but he only had it for like five minutes on the yeah, movie. Yeah, not even five minutes. It was like one shot, <laughs> took it I'm off, kidding. and never again. And it's like, okay, well, obviously you're building up to like he likes to do hockey in his in his part time. Yeah, never brings it up again. He he does get like those makeshift roller skates, and then but like he doesn't even wear the mask for like any of no. that. It's like, well, that was a letdown. It hurt my heart. I mean, I did buy the the mask eventually. From, you know when I found oh, it. Oh no, the mask was but fine. It, like you know, and yeah, with every with every bad thing, there's a silver lining. Yeah, you know, I, the, the mask is dope. Um, but still, I do like. I, I wonder is he in this movie? I wonder, I wonder. But I do like we have this look of Ninja Turtles in this it is cool and i like I, I don't mind it i mean plus when we had the ninja turtles that was in uh that was done by saban two a few years ago oh god like, next mutation you know next as mutation. a kid as a kid i actually like like that show because i like the movie um but i also as a kid after a few episodes i was like this is dumb <laughs> this is like nothing is making as sense like no. people think it's uh, when people make things for kids they're like oh they'll just buy into it their kids and it's like i don't think you realize how much kids are aware of and even like oh, my yeah. kid right now who's gonna who's five and she's gonna be six soon like she knows more than like you think she does and picking up on a lot of things a whole lot faster faster now 
Yeah, yeah, and so like, and I the only thing that the only good thing that came out of Next Mutation was the in space crossover. That was it. That was yeah. It. That, that was it. That was the only thing that good that came that out was, of that show. That was the only one that that was the only thing. I mean, I still wanted my Beetleborgs crossover with. Oh uh, yeah. Oh god. See, I would love it if they remade Beetleborgs. Yeah, me too. I would yeah. love it too. I mean. Is there, but I think maybe it's licensing thing. I, I don't. Know. I think Saban still owns that. I'm not sure. No, I would but, love uh, to see that like remade. Honestly, even even just like um, if they could put that on like Tubi or something, where all the older yes. stuff is, like just remaster it. Because I saw some of the old episodes on YouTube a little while ago, and I was like, mm -hmm. this actually still kind of holds up compared to other old yeah. shows. Uh, I, I realized I never realized how they uh, they never really use their weapons like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they never really. I don't know. I, I think that's kind of more of a lack of like footage, probably. But but yes. they worked around it. Like yes, it was goofy, silly, and campy. But uh, unlike Power Rangers, where they try to take more of a serious tone with Beetleborgs, <laughs> they were just like, you know what? These kids are going to turn into grown ass adults when they fight, and yes. what with that, it's going to be from the magic of a genie, and they're going to live with the Wolfman, Dracula, and the Mummy. And you know what? It's fine. And it was. It worked great. It's silly and. And I think uh, it that show worked because it, like they accepted how silly it was. So like uh, you, you watched, I, I had Michael Argato on the show uh, a few weeks ago, and he let it out. Um, and for those you know checking this out, go, go watch it, listen to it. It's a very good uh, interview. It was dope. You know, shout out to Michael Argato. Very nice person. I mean, he's down to earth. He's ah oh, man, I can't say more anymore how dope this person is how dope he is but he played you know young tommy on yeah, power yeah, rangers yeah. he was actually in the in the running to be on beetleboards he was oh, really? the, the blue stinger but you know it was kind of like the real tommy thing like oh he's on this show but people know him as tommy so if he goes to vr troopers how are you gonna be tommy in vr troopers so it kind of kind of did the same thing, and it's like, no, we got to keep him as Tommy, oh, young Tommy on here. But I would love the MCU to see... thing to him. Yeah, so he was actually supposed to be the Blue Stinger uh, Beetleborg originally. Um, I love uh, with Beetleborg Metallics and all that, but uh, they could bring all this stuff back, maybe. You know, maybe fan films or something. Maybe there could be a jacket. Who knows? <laughs> I've made uh, <laughs> I, I I've made the helmet the helmet bombers for those ones. Not bombers, the helmet uh sweatshirts. Um yeah, because okay. I, I did what I did with the metabots uh with them. And I have gotten new mm. flack for them because actually that was one thing making all this Power Rangers merch has like taught me is like um companies because i've tried to get licenses like, uh, yeah, like time and time that? again and people ask me all the time it's like is it licensed it's like no i've tried and let me tell you what happens um one they don't want to license with someone who doesn't have experience licensing mm. uh and i'm like okay that makes sense but also will you be my first like <laughs> I, I i don't i've i've talked to um not even just like hasbro i've talked to saban when it was so spawn i talked to hasbro i've talked to the company that makes super sentai toei in japan right. just going back and forth in emails and the results are like oh these are cool do you have you had any experience with licensing before i'm like no well it's like well we're not interested really mm. because of that and it's like really um and I was like, I feel like we could definitely blow these up more. 
uh, at least these like this merchandise. Cheap, yeah, it's like it, like even like to people because like I've had people interested in these like jackets and like little sticker designs that I made, and they've never even seen the shows before. Right. They just think they look cool. And um, so I was like, okay, well, I guess so. Like, should I take things down? And so I'm like, no. Like, technically, like the stuff that you're making, uh, aside even like the power coins, it's just a part of a costume. And just me using that one piece, it doesn't really constitute like any kind of like um, uh, cease and desist. Uh, basically, right. like, sure, they can take it from it because it's obviously very heavily inspired. If you know the show. Sure. Um, but they've never done that. The only time that they have done that is anytime I've incorporated the helmets. Um, and I've been struck down a few times because of that. Um, it, not in like a way of all like, you are a horrible person. It's like, no, hey, like, hey, you need to stop selling these right now. Um, a, a good example of this is like years ago, I had this um, Tommy Oliver, like I called them legacy hoodies back then. Mm -hmm. And uh, ATO actually has one uh, still. But it was like all of the helmets and like different sections of Tommy Oliver's like right, past. Okay. I even had like the powers, all the power coins and symbols on the sleeve. I was actually really proud of how that one turned out. Uh, but I, then it came out that I couldn't sell it anymore because the one thing that they do have like trademarked is the helmets. Because the helmets yeah. is like a full likeness of the character. Um, versus when I make like an inspired by jacket, it's just like little bits of the actual jacket itself. Right. Even if it's like very close, like let's say like the light speed jacket, where it's like it almost looks one on one aside from a few different things, it's still like it's just a piece of something. And they and the jacket, funny enough, they didn't really license, um, or like SPD, which is also like one of the popular ones, they didn't really license like the jacket, they were more focused on like the actual like uh, ranger they suits and everything. So, with these yeah. like little things, if I want to use symbols from the ranger suits. Or just make my own. Like I made my own like SPD badges. I made like the Time Force like power coins on my end. Right. Um, and like they they're like, eh, that's fine. Like they they don't care. But anytime I try, anytime I've ever tried using the helmets, they're like, right. no, you can't use the helmets. So it's more like because the because the helmets just like right off the bat, you already know what it is. Yeah, I guess like, it's more like they look at the fa the helmets like uh they're looking at a face of a celebrity. Right. Yeah. Okay, I get that. I, uh, it's just like, yeah, you put something like Mighty Morphin in like your helmet, someone, uh, someone's automatically going to know. Versus yeah. if you put a power coin, and it's like they're not quite understanding right away. Because some people didn't watch Mighty Morphin, or, you know, especially if you did like uh, one of the later seasons, that every, people know power, um, people know MMPR, but they may not know anything about RPM or, or Overdrive. Uh, you know, when they see the logos and whatnot, they don't, they don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, and like, I, I thought I would have issues with like the definitely the SPD and Lightspeed, um, but the one I thought I was gonna have the most issues with were like uh, Wild Force, um, mm -hmm. because with Wild Force, even now I still haven't found a great way to turn that into a bomber. So I just made like costume hoodies, um, but mm -hmm. because it's only like a section of a full costume, um, they don't really, they haven't really cared. <laughs> Uh, and even and when we made the hats, where it's just like you know the the logos of the chest right. on the hat itself, um, they don't care at all. Dang. So I guess there's little loopholes in this whole thing, like yeah, yeah. They, like I mean, they know? could definitely give me like a cease and desist any single time, yeah. <laughs> but they haven't. The only time they have, they they have given me like a physical cease and desist, like uh, yeah, paper in the mail probably, or like an email, is like when I've used like the full helmet. That's the only time. They they probably see what works on your side and just keep an eye, like oh that's. Oh, he's doing good with that. 
That's a good thing. Cease and assist, and we're gonna make it all. We will copy exactly. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, no, that's what happened with the hats. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's the little things that means you, you're doing good. That means you're doing good stuff that they're watching and paying attention. That's what yeah. that looks like. That's what that is. Uh, I would, I just before we go, you know, I just thought of a good one that would be so of a, such a niche concept. And people know, and it's such a bad, it's, it's so bad, it's good uh, show. <laughs> And I, I hope you know what this is too. Uh, tattooed teenagers, alien alien fighters. Oh, from Beverly Hills. Oh, no. <laughs> 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 oh I mean, God! I know exactly how, what you're talking about. Think about how bad but awful oh. and good is dope that would kind of be. Just to have some type of thing. Ha- I just I make mean, the jacket full look like a full like skin tight latex. <laughs> so yes, you know, like you don't even gotta do too much. Like the the logo could be their little actual whatever sign. But as long as you have that, it's you know what it's the wording of it that fills uh, everybody that gets everybody. Teenage alien fighters alien from, fighters outer from space. Yeah. No, no, no. Tattoo teenage. No tattoo teenage. Alien Fighters from Beverly Hills. Oh, from Beverly Hills. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I had to literally say it like I was. I had, to, I had to say it in a song way. No, that get it all out. that show. Oh my gosh, I haven't so thought bad. about that show in a while, but I knew immediately what you were talking about. Just like the Dude, so like it just it's just a mask with like a wig on top. Uh, I feel like I want to cosplay it just for the hell of it. Just, <laughs> it's such an easy outfit. Even if I don't do the latex, just have some biker shorts and a shirt and put the, just find the, like a, a mask or whatever. Just Oh gosh. No, you could just, probably just, you could probably just take one of those like basic, <laughs> like Halloween, like uh, I'm going to call them a Jabberwocky mask and just, just yes. print it silver. And it's like, okay, there you go. There's your costume. <laughs> That's it. It doesn't take much. It's super easy. Super. Like you just need four, like two guys and two girls. That's it. I've never <laughs> seen a show like it was. It was Beverly Hills 90210 mixed with Power Rangers, mixed with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They they try to do it. Yeah, I hit. mean, would I even give it that much credit though? It was so bad. They tried to hit all. Uh, and mixed with Saving by the Bell because they tried to hit all the markets. Oh, I, oh yeah, it was. I, it definitely gave me more it. Saved by the Bell vibes. I think to and to a point. A, yes, and it was super on the budget, like a like Super Samurai. Uh, Cyber Squad, like you only saw them oh. in the cafeteria or at, or at, <laughs> oh yeah, all the fights took in the it took place in the exact same like weird exact Mars same. landscape. Oh um, my gosh. You know, actually, I I was actually talking about because well, I've been watching a lot of Ultraman recently, right. uh, and I was like, has there ever been an Ultraman adaption? And I remember as a kid, we got Tiga on Foxbox, um, but right. it was just it, but it was dubbed like it, they didn't give us an American version. It was just dubbed. I remember right. watching that. Um, but I was like, has there been anything else? And I was surprised to learn that uh, Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad, um, that was uh, adapted from an Ultraman series. And I was like, that was yes. an Ultraman series? That was Gridman. I found out, I found out uh, yeah, Gridman. I found out years later. And I still actually have the toy from from that over here that I bought me years ago. And it's still on my shelf. It's like one of the few, it's one of the few toys I kept as a kid to grown man you know oh over yeah the years because it was just it was it, it it was so special to me but uh yes it's one of those 
one of those shows. We had a wild. Yeah, some wild shows back then. Oh yeah, I wish I still had some of the toys. I think the only toys I have now from like uh, growing up as a kid that I've held on to is this right. um, this little VTech laptop that my parents got me when I was like six or seven. Wow. And uh, like, it's just one of those like cheap little toy laptops that you push buttons on. And I kept it because it was like so important to me. And I and I knew how much like uh, after I found out, you know, uh, spoiler, Santa's not real. Um, like I, I knew how much it was once I realized how much it was, and like you know that. And my parents actually bought it for me. I was like, oh gosh, I need to treasure this thing, and I still have that. Right. And the other thing that I have from my childhood still, it's in my closet. Uh, it's like somewhere in a box. Is do you remember Dungeon Dice Monsters? Wait. No, wait. Hold on. I got. <laughs> Did you ever it watch? Familiar. Did you ever watch Yu-Gi-Oh? Okay, see that's probably what it was. <laughs> I never watched. I watched you never Yu-Gi-Oh. watched Yu-Gi-Oh. I watched the first episode and I was like, "What is this?" Oh my god! No, you, I okay. never. I never got into it. Like I, I got. I was only. I was into Pokemon, and then I watched like that maybe the first few episodes of like the first season of Digimon. Oh and yeah, then, love Digimon. And then um. But yeah, I, when it got to Yu-Gi-Oh, I mean, I was just like, I don't get his hair. I don't understand what's going on. Oh, then, no. So I think the thing with Yu-Gi-Oh was like, if you got past the, like, you don't really got get any kind of lore until the second season. Um, but like, so you, I, like, I, oh, man, Yu-Gi-Oh is one of those shows that like, I don't even play the card game anymore. But like, right. I, rec- I watched it after my daughter was born because they put it on Netflix. And yeah, so yeah, I just yeah. like binged that whole series and they had Dungeon Dice Monsters in there. And um but yeah no the first season the first season doesn't make sense <laughs> but <laughs> it, it lets you know who the characters are and then See, after was, that it immediately yeah. gets like so lore heavy and you want to watch the movie uh which uh, there's a movie there's a movie that came out a few years ago called dark side of dimensions highly recommend wow. that if you've only if okay. you've seen the season otherwise it doesn't work okay um digimon though um if you didn't like the like you only watch the first season I think I, I think I just watched the first season of it. I thought the look of it was pretty cool at the time. Yeah, I remember a lot of kids didn't want didn't like it because they're like, "Oh, it's just trying to be Pokemon," but it's not. It's not Pokemon if you watch the See, show. That's, that's what my first time. But I didn't. Well, now I know now, but I didn't know at the time that there were so many shows similar to that Pokemon or whatever. It, that Pokemon was just one of many. And yeah, it, yeah, like, it was the, the one that blew up. Game. Yeah, and there was other card game shows. They were out there, and to me, I just thought, oh, this, like, when I saw Digimon, I thought, oh, like, Digital Pets. They made a show about Digital Pets? Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Because I, I thought, oh, oh, I got, you know, a Tamagotchi, like, yeah, you know yeah. how to say thing? <laughs> um, so, I, you know, that's my whole idea of it, but, you know, I didn't know there was so much going on over there, overseas, that this is not just, this is one of so many other shows. Yeah, and so, I think that maybe that, that was one of the reasons that I wouldn't say it failed completely because now it has like a, a fandom here. Right. But uh, yeah, that was, I remember as a kid, a lot of kids didn't want to watch that because they like, oh, it's just trying to be Pokemon. And then they even have like their own card game, um, which right. the card game had nothing to do with the show. But, um, like, but US was, the US is always late with stuff. Yeah. So we think, oh, it's just Pokemon. This is trying to be Pokemon, but po- po- like Pokemon is just one of many. Like Super Sentai, oh, we know Power Ranger, but it was Super Sentai over there for years. You know, or Kamen Rider, you know, Mask Rider, or, you know. Oh, yeah, things, they didn't do that justice. Things, yeah, we get things so late, and we're only thinking it's just one thing, and then we see something years later. It's like, oh, this is just like this show. No, this is that show is a copy of this show. 
which is one of many shows over the years. Like this, there's a whole history that you don't know about. Yeah, and I think that's actually funny because you mentioned that because that's actually what some uh, uh, Suribuya Productions, the company who makes Ultraman, right? Uh, they want more people around the world to like it. The, their newest season, they're putting on YouTube for free. Oh, so wow. like by the week because they want more people around the world to watch it and they're having such like an issue with licensing so they're like screw it we're just gonna put it on youtube for everyone to like get out of here okay. yeah like the only thing that didn't get me with ultraman oh was it ultraman tiga i'm not sure uh it's just the suits type of thing i didn't understand like so how does is it does this person transform is a, there's a morpher I, what's going on here it, i didn't kind of but it, it's there's a lot more to it and yeah. here's the thing I, i'll say this about ultraman if you've never watched ultraman it doesn't matter what it, it doesn't matter which season you start with because right. ultraman made it to where like uh they built up all this lore around this this character that's like they're interdimensional beings and so every season takes place in their own dimension so all you oh. need to know about ultraman is that they exist um, okay. and, and that's it. And then, so if you just want to like pick a season and just watch it, then just th- th- it. all you need to know is that Ultraman's a character. That's it. And then it does its own thing. Sounds good to me. Um, I'm all right. I'm gonna take you up on it. I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna look up. I'm gonna look at some of this stuff today. Uh, <laughs> I, I got a lot of cooking, meal prepping to, to do later. So definitely, I can watch some of that. Um, I'm definitely gonna look it up on YouTube. I'm always on YouTube now. Um. <laughs> Before we go, and I want to say thank you for you know joining the show and you know being a part of this. Um, is it is there any advice you would like to give any people, anyone that's coming up and want to be an artist or even like just want to do something like you know designing you know merch and, and whatnot, you know putting that out there? Uh, any advice you want to give? Um, don't be. Uh, how do I put this? There's always resources around you. The thing is that a lot of people don't talk about them. Mm. So for me, like, again, the thing I mentioned was like Photoshop was like the biggest thing. Um, But there's a free version of everything online. Um, And YouTube is available. And there's so many other like resources, like online, like books for free people make um, that shows you how to steps. Um, As far as like selling it, uh, I always recommend it because I still do this is like go to like a free site um, like T public or Redbubble. Um, okay, if yeah. you have a design, once you figure out how to take like your drawing and turn it into like an actual like a vector image, which is just like a, a fancy way of saying like high resolution image that prints well. Um, mm-hmm. Once you figure that out, you can put it on a shirt. And after that, it's just like, you know, up to the world um, with Instagram and social media nowadays. I mean, it's always people like it more when you show them the process of making something. But if you're not a person that likes camera work and you just want to like create something, mm-hmm. I mean, just putting a picture up on Instagram with a few hashtags, like even if you don't get a lot of likes, you can get views. Um, and that'll kind of get you your foot in the door to like getting out there. Cause like for me, again, I was just making, I was just drop shipping stuff. And then I would come across like cosplayers who knew somebody else. And then randomly, you never know what's going to blow up. Like, I went from a person just making these little sketches to now I'm talking to Power Ranger actors who wear my stuff now. (laughs) So, um, never be afraid to, like, ask questions, especially if you're trying to do something. And don't be afraid to Google it, because you might find the answer that you need. Hey, there you go. There you go. Don't be afraid. Do not be afraid, guys. 
<laughs> just do it. Just don't be afraid. Just do it. Uh, Insert Shia LaBeouf man. meme. Just do it. Just do it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much, man, for joining. Uh, anyway, in social networks, you like people to follow you on. Uh, oh yeah, you can just uh, you can just put my link in. Uh, I, I'm at okay. nerdius n e r d i o u s pretty much on everything. Um, and please check this workout, guys. He's, he's, yeah, no, he's thank you for having me. Um, th- it's pleasure's all mine, bro. Pleasure's all mine. Thank you for joining here. And uh, man, this is it's been a learning experience. And I, now I know some more stuff. And uh, we got to talk about that teenage Beverly Hills. I'm going to hit up Marco Satsu. <laughs> hey, make a video on this. <laughs> yeah. thank, you. thank you guys so much for listening and, and, and watching however you're taking this, um, digesting this information. Uh, just want to say thank you to Javier from Nerd Up Now. And this is your boy, Dom. This is Barry Night Podcast. Remember, uh, bear it all and be yourself. That's all, guys. See you next week. Peace. Jurassic Parker.